I got two random messages this week. And because my middle name is overthinks, <laughs> um, I am feeling really insecure about something that I wasn't insecure about last week. And I'm wondering if I have a problem to see, tackle. See, now you're in your own head because I, if it was only one message, it would have been a, just a coincidence or something. But it's two messages, which means anxiety. I know, right? But what I'm really excited about in the in this show is the angry couple messages, um, which is what Jeff has it listed on the show. But what it is, is we had people call in, you call in, we asked you to call in and tell us what is something in your relationship that you will never do with your significant other because it causes a fight all the time. These are great, like Rebecca and Decula. My husband has worked in restaurants his entire working career, and I cannot cook with him without getting in an argument. So I just let him do his thing because he knows how to chop everything technical and all that stuff. And if I do it wrong, he gets so frustrated and it's so super funny. We will have more messages from you on this episode of The Upside. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Somebody I follow on Instagram posted a warning earlier this week to teachers saying, hey, it's not only a full moon at the end of the week, it's also Friday the 13th, so brace yourself. Your kids are going to be lunatics. And I wrote back to her and said, that's not true, right? That's like a... Yeah, that's like a, a myth. Like an old wives' tale yeah. type thing. Like, ah, oh, the, full, the full moon affects people. So I just threw it out there on Instagram and said, uh, first responders medical professionals, teachers. Is it really that bad? 90 something percent said yes. Really? Yeah. And they all said it's more the full moon than it is Friday the 13th. That is so weird. And it's some sort of special full moon, which actually I can't believe I'm, I'm buying into this because I feel like the special full moons are something new. Like when I was growing up, you didn't have a blood full corn moon or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't remember that either. You know, like the it's a, oh, it's a it's a you know it's a double giant full moon <laughs> you know harvest thing. <laughs> it that it was just a full moon or it was a different not a full moon, but supposedly it's the farthest. It's a some sort of special full moon this this weekend, and it's Friday the thirteenth. And teachers like Ashley in Atlanta are freaked out. I've been a teacher for nine years now. 120% yes. The energy is always elevated on full moon days. I can always tell it's a full moon by my children's behavior without even having to check um, on Google or on the calendar if it's a full moon. Um, I guess it has something to do with the human body being made up of so much water and the moon has the effect on the tides. Um, so it definitely affects children. They are insane little crazy people during a full moon. So pray for all teachers and all first responders and send us all the good vibes when it is a full moon 
and Friday the 13th. All right, good energy to you then for the rest of today, if you're listening to this on Friday the 13th and uh, for the weekend, especially first responders. I watch live PD. I know who you deal with. (laughs) So I am feeling oddly insecure about something that I have never felt insecure about until now. Because you got two messages in inside of three days? Well, I got, we did the assumptions yesterday. Yep. And one of the assumptions in the last show was that Jeff DD so I can drink. And this is also after I had to fill out a questionnaire, like a health questionnaire this week. And it asked me how much I drink. And they're like, you might be deficient in whatever because of drinking. And I was like, like, so twice this week, you've been accused of over drinking. I feel like I have, and now I feel really insecure about it. But do you think I drink a lot? Do I drink a lot? I don't think you do. I found it. I did find it interesting with the assumption that that people think I'm the designated driver and you're always drinking because you do, if you don't know, Callie has a job that gets her up earlier than I've ever had to get up in my career. So when Jeff was in radio doing mornings, my job had me, my alarm goes off at two 30 in the morning. Like I she would, would, she would wake me up as she was leaving for the day. Literally. And people would always say to Jeff in conversation, well, you have to wake up so early. I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to wake up early. I wake his butt up on the way out. The, the, so the, that said, I can't really drink during the week right. because it affects my workday so much. So I can have a glass of wine on a special occasion during the week, but really I can't do that because then I'm tired the next day. So and you, I'm insecure. Right. And you don't really ever drink on Friday because you're tired. Like that's kind of like what your Friday is more of like a low key Whatever. Yeah, I'll have like a glass of wine before I go to bed. And then Saturday, we usually go out. Uh, So if we have a date night or like dinner, couples dinner type thing or whatever. Maybe I'm stockpiling my drinking nights because I know when I get pregnant, I won't be able to drink for nine months. But you don't have drinking nights. Like, I don't think you're not going to have a problem. There are people I know that I think, oh, when they get pregnant, it's going to be a challenge. Right. For them to go. Nine Not months drink. without drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. I've never thought that about you. Yeah, I don't know why that came up this week and I was feeling oddly insecure about it. Do you get nervous? Not nervous, but d- don't. I know what you're going to ask. Is it about the doctor questionnaires? Yeah, when you have to complete how many drinks you have in like on an average week, how many alcoholic beverages do you have? I feel judged by that question because, you know, if we're being honest, okay, I probably have four or five glasses of wine a week all in one night. Over seven or however long, you know what I mean? Right, like, Din- dinner plus coming home and having a drink, right. Right, so I just feel so ju- judged by that question. And there's not very many options before you get to the end of that spectrum. So like four to six, which is what I'll have if I go out, you know, like on Saturday or whatever, in a week is at the end of all of the things that right. they ask. It says so one I'm like, to two. Z- What's well, a zero? Zero is always an option. Then it's like one to two, three to four, five to six. And then there's only one. It says six plus. And I'm like, well, well, that can't be good. Here's, Do you lie on that? Here's the problem I have with it is the use of the word average. 
Because in my world, no week is an average week. You. Like, if I don't have anything to drink during a week, that probably wasn't an average week. That probably means I wasn't feeling well or I had to get right. up early a whole bunch of days in a row or something. But if I drink a lot, that's not an it because that's going to be like a celebration. That's somebody's birthday or, or my birthday or whatever. So there are no average weeks, doctor. Or when we had the lake, when we used to go to the lake every weekend, like you start, you have your first beer at like 1030 in the morning. Like what does okay, that say th about you? Th that, no, I don't. That is not a, you. I mean, people oh, like yes. if people during lake outdoor season, I feel like if you're out on the water and you're day drinking or what, anyways, I just feel very, very judged by that question. And now I'm paranoid. Well, I don't think you, I think, you know, the answer to that, like you don't, you, you don't over drink. I hope not. I think it's funny though that the, and we'll get more into this next week, but the medical evaluation gave you a, a suggestion on a, a, a vitamin that the alcohol is bleeding from your system. No, did you lie on yours? I don't think so. Do you lie about how much you drink on the forums? I don't drink. Why? Are, what? Don't try to pass your insecurity off on me. I don't drink excessively. I know, but what do you answer on the form? Whatever, I don't know, four to six drinks a week. And you don't feel insecure about that? No. Okay, see, I feel insecure about that. Well, because you're getting messages from people going, hey. Jeff she, is your she, she always <laughs> drunk? I didn't feel insecure too. Anyways. Um, also on yesterday's show, Callie got very, very honest about her mindset um, related to getting pregnant, her you know, pregnancy and the, and the timing of it and, and all of that. Um, in short, she, she basically said, I'm going to put it out of, I'm not going to be stressed about it until next year. I said, here's the date. I'm making a doctor's appointment until then, whatever happens, happens. Well, to balance out your insecure confession, here is a call that we got from somebody who wants to applaud you for that decision. Hey guys, I was listening and I literally had to pull over to the side of the road and call to tell Callie how so proud I am of her strength to say, look, I'm cutting this off. I'm not going to think about the pregnancy stuff for a while. Um, just coming from the same place years and years ago where I was desperately trying to get pregnant and did injections and surgery and all sorts of things. The two times I got pregnant during that process, the first time was I fell and broke my ankle and couldn't make my appointment for the fertility treatment, and I got pregnant. And the second time, I had the flu and couldn't go in for my fertility treatment, and I got pregnant because I wasn't thinking about it. I knew that I had to take this month off and, oh, well, whatever, and it happened. So mind over matter, and I'm with you, Callie. I'm proud of you, and it's going to happen. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. That's so sweet. You know, I think one of the, um, we talk about self-care a lot, like on our Instagrams, we've dabbled in it on here. And I think one of the benefits that I have gotten out of therapy, and maybe you have too, is that I know now generally how to get my anxiety at level 10. And I can sense it before it goes. I sp start spiraling Wait, you, down. Say a part again. You know how to what? I know how to cut myself off. Like I know what triggers oh, me. Oh, I thought you said how to get yourself to anxiety level 10. I do. So I know that if I keep obsessing about that, I'm oh. going to put myself in a really horrible mindset for me. And 
so I know I have a better sense at this point in my life of, of what is going to take me to that place. And I can kind of head it off before it happens. So I'm doing that with a couple things in my life right now. Um, just should, for self-preservation. You can do it with the alcohol. Shut up. You should do it with the booze. Well, I might need to, according to, you know, that question three. The, you know what was really interesting about that call that we just played that I didn't think about when I loaded it into the computer mm -hmm. earlier was the first time she got pregnant, it was when she broke her ankle. Oh, I was thinking about that too. And then she had the flu. And, and so, then she got pregnant during when she had the flu. Yeah. Who is I know. doing it with a flu woman? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just... Her husband really likes it when she gets sick. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> but, like, the broken ankle is even, like, do you take the air cast off? Like, or is it on? Is the... Oh what, what are okay, you doing? I, I wasn't going that far, but I, yeah, I did have the, the same Where do you? I didn't even think about it. And then the flu. Come on in here, baby. <laughs> Come on. You're so <laughs> You know, your mouth breathing, you're a little sweaty. <laughs> that's so gross. Right, your yeah. sh your sheets just seem nastier because you're sweating more when you sleep, <laughs> and it's just this is so gross. Everything's just like, eh. yeah. but you know what? Who am I? I'm not going to judge somebody who gets turned on by Vicks. Maybe he's like an EMT or something. What does that mean? Well, my thought was. Do you think that's his thing? My thought actually, that was a bad thought, but it was in my. <laughs> In my head, it made sense. And then okay. when it came out, I'm Talk like, actually, it. that doesn't make sense at all. Talk us through it. Well, you know how, like, you like scrubs. Maybe he likes helping people. Okay. So maybe it's hot when his wife is feeling a little down. Great. And if that's the case, would you really want him working around people that he finds hot all the time? I didn't mean it that specifically. I just meant, like, yeah. But no, I would never let you work in. So apparently, the full moon is affecting us as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. That right. and I've been up since two thirty this morning, so I'm a little delirious. Valid. All right, uh, moving right along, ladies and gentlemen. We have some exciting news. Do you do you have that button that's like dun 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 dun? dun, dun. Oh yeah, you're right. Let's see if I can remember which one it is. We have our very first Upside Partners for our podcast. Yeah, we are pleased, excited, and overjoyed to announce that this podcast can at least stick around for a couple more months because our friends at Georgia's Own Credit Union are coming on board starting October 1st, and we'll, they are the first official partners of the Callie and Jeff Upside Podcast Project. You know what's funny is we didn't even, I think, launch our first episode and they read the mission of the Upside and messaged me and said, we're in. We're so in. We love this. Tell us how to get involved. And it was super awesome. And Georgia Zone, we love you and we love that you were into the Upside. Um, and we're so excited. And maybe the reason now it makes sense, I, I forgot that they originally reached out to us like super early mm -hmm. because I told them uh, that we were going to be 
announcing their partnership on on the episode today and they sent me a note that and i said what do you want us to mention like do you want us to say anything because the the official whatever they're doing doesn't start to october 1st so we're working out those details right but um i said you know what would you like us to say and they said well our new mission statement is all about banking on purpose mm-hmm. which means that they want to teach all of their clients, customers about finances and uh, give them good advice and give them proper solutions so that everybody can be epically successful in the financial world. I find to be a good fit considering yesterday before we had even planned out the show, we were talking about how irresponsible we are with money. (laughs) We're like, please teach us how to manage our money. We don't know. So it's funny. We really hadn't planned out the show today when we were talking about that yesterday, but that is ironic. And, um, you know, if you have not been around for some time, well, if you have been around for some time, you know that Jeff has been banking with George's own credit union for man, 20. Has it been that long? No, no, no. no, no. I was, I was going to say the year 2005, maybe I was going to say 2005, 2005, maybe I started working with them and they were Georgia telco credit union at the time. Ah, That's funny. Yeah. So, so we're so happy to have them on board as the first partners. And then, uh, the first official commercial, uh, which I don't even, you know, when I worked in radio, that seemed like such a bad word. Like you don't tell the audience that there's commercials coming or whatever, but <laughs> we literally have one commercial during every episode next week. One, which is Woo-hoo. great, but I feel like we're all in this together. So my hope is that somebody in their car, like is fist pumping the fact that we have a partner and that we have a commercial, like that we're real. Later I thought it was day. really cool when we asked, what do you like in commercials, what do you hate about commercials? And like, let's set the parameters of ads together. And I was very surprised. I didn't see one person say, we don't want commercials or we won't listen. Like everyone was giving super constructive, like, Hey, I'm really interested in commercials that do this, or, Hey, this really turns me off as someone that's listening or whatever. And it was really cool because everyone has been like, heck yeah, go get those ads and, you know, do things that you love, promote things that you love and companies you believe in. And we're totally on board for it. And I love that. And we did hear your feedback. So every commercial is going to have doorbells, sirens, and corns, cor- horns honking, car horns honking in every episode <laughs> or every commercial. Cause that's what you like, right? Yeah. Everybody loves that. Everybody loves their dog going nuts because they hear a doorbell in a commercial. But anyways, we just wanted to pass that along to you and say thank you to George's own. We're so excited. And, uh, and then our partners that are starting on Monday, you'll hear about them on Monday, but, um, we took every bit of advice into account and we're, we're excited that this is like a real true thing, at least for right now. Yeah. I think that's going to be our next t-shirt, by the way. Just the word yeah. With the some... word yeah, super big, maybe some jazz hands on it. Will you try it? Do you want to do a yeah? People want to see you doing yeah. No, I don't, but I think it's funny. And I just remembered I told someone on Instagram I would record you doing it. So play it one more time and I'm going to record you. Okay. Well, you, well get, you get your phone. I'll uh, just re- re-explain in case somebody is just new to the upside this week. We are trying to double our listener, our audience size 
from where it started, 7,978 at the beginning of August, to 15,956 by the end of the year. Hence this. Double the upside, double the upside. Gotta double the upside by the end of the year. Yeah. That's going to be a really terrible video that you just took because there's no audio running into your phone. So I didn't take the beginning part. I I'll, waited until closer toward oh, so closer you, to the end. You just got the yeah. Yeah. I feel like I hammed it up too much. I feel you didn't like, ham it up, but you didn't do jazz hands. You did like pointy fingers. I, like my grandpa used about. to do like, you know, the, uh -huh. the, the hand guns at the wedding. That's how my grandpa dances. Yeah. I feel like I should have. I'm not happy with my work right there. Well, that's okay. We got it going for at least a couple more weeks. So Jeff is having a lot of fun with this. He gives me, last week it was like a post-it covering the number for what we reached this week. And this time it's taped like an envelope kind of like you would open at the Grammys. So I actually have to open it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this week, our number, is this how many people oh, yeah, started should... listening this week? Like what's the... Yeah. Last week's number was... and. Uh, okay, we're over talking this, but there was some confusion about how the number is computed. We're basically taking the same 24 hour period in every week and we're counting how many people listen to the podcast during that 24 hour period, right? And we just randomly picked that because we had to have some sort of point of reference because you can literally listen to our day one podcast today. So yeah. we just had to set some parameters. So all we did is we said the 24-hour period from midnight on Tuesday to midnight on Wednesday, how many people listen? Last week, the number was 9,317. 9,317 people listened last week. This week, the number is... I appreciate your dedication to the audio medium by making that noisier <laughs> than it needed to be. Doing it for you. Uh, this week it is ninety three forty six, so we only got twenty nine new listeners. <laughs> Crickets. Does that mean no one likes us? <laughs> well, it, I don't know. What what was the number now? Nine three four six. So we only twenty nine. People and last week it was like five hundred something. Last week it was five hundred and fifteen. Yeah. This week it's only twenty nine. Well, you know what? We but we're not doubling the upside by the end of the month. That is true. We we're are doubling it by the upside. end of the year. And didn't we have? I can't remember where I had them pull this number from, but wasn't Labor Day in there somewhere? No, that was last week. Oh. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe last week it was so high. Because <sighs> anyways, so with that information, um, we, we do want to double the upside and that's our mission because Jeff, unfortunately told an industry professional in the podcasting industry that we would have no problem doubling our numbers. And don't worry, the people that listen, aren't just Jeff's radio listeners that have just, you know, or, come on over. That's not fair. Or Callie's Instagram family. She's got a gazillion people to follow her on Instagram. So yeah, we would love for you to tell two friends this week. Um, so we can increase that number, keep doing the upside and, you know, 
we want to do this truly. We do. We love it. We love this so much. And we want to do this for a long time. The only way we can do that is by getting these number, numbers up and keeping them there. And the faster you get to 15,956, the faster I'll stop playing this. Double the upside, double the upside. Gotta double the upside by the end of the year. Yeah. I, I felt like I... Hammed it up too much there too. I the pressure. No, that was good. Was it? The pressure of the camera. I'm not comfortable with it. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Hmm. All right, 29. Well, the good news. You know what? The upside. Thank you for the new 29 people that listened this week that haven't listened before. That is awesome. Welcome. We are so glad to have you. And you know what? The the upside of only gaining 29 is that it should be easy to crush that number next week. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Period. End of story. I have a beautiful human alert. Perfect. This made me so happy. Beautiful human alert, by the way, is a uh, segment on the, this is for the 29 people who have never heard this before, is a segment <laughs> that we do on the show where we just highlight people who are doing awesome things on this awesome planet. Beautiful and humans. We've dubbed them beautiful humans. Destiny and Anthony were engaged and they were supposed to get married in Charleston last week. And I don't know if you remember what last week was, but Hurricane Dorian oh. was, yeah, like Charleston was right in the projected path. So they had to make a call to not have their wedding there. And then they were supposed to go on their honeymoon to the Bahamas. Oh, So that wasn't working out well. And um, obviously, so they had to cancel their wedding and their coworkers, they all work at Turner here in Atlanta and their coworkers heard about it and were like, no, 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 no. You're getting married this weekend. And they turned one of the Turner studios into a wedding venue and they got married at their workplace because their coworkers rallied and were like, no, 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 you're not missing your big wedding weekend. And, um, I think she, one of them so works they in live, graphic they, design. They, they, they live, live in, in Atlanta, Atlanta and they were supposed to drive to Charleston. Yeah. For she's the, from oh. South Carolina and, um, it was supposed to be the perfect wedding weekend. So their coworkers totally rallied pulled off this amazing wedding and they got married last weekend and they switched their honeymoon destination, obviously. And they are, um, I think they're on a cruise. They're either on a cruise or in Orlando now, but I just thought that was so cool of their coworkers to be like, you're getting married this weekend and it's going to be awesome. And the pictures are fantastic. So I would assume that if you said she works in the graphics department and with the resources of the Turner studios, I would assume that that room looked probably better than it would have looked in Charleston. I can't remember which one of them works in graphics, but um, yeah, it looks super cool. And the picture of them at the altar, there's like a screen with a sunset. It is so cool. We'll link it in the show notes. And all because they're from Atlanta, all of their guests were probably able to make it pretty easily. They just didn't make it. Some the of them weren't, but a lot of them were. Um, yeah, that's just so cool. I awesome. love that. Well, if you encounter any beautiful humans, please tell us about them. You just read, just send us an email through callieandjeff.com or reach out to us on Instagram. And uh, we are happy to tell the good stories of beautiful humans. Spread the, spread the word. All right, Callie, this is what you've been waiting for. I am so excited.
We brought up the uh, fact that there are certain things couples shouldn't do together because it'll just end in a fight. For Callie and I, it's hanging things on the wall. I know what to do. I know how to make it straight. I know how to make it level. I don't need you over my shoulder being like, no, 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 let's say it's a little Let's pause on that because Jeff was cussing under his breath. And at one point in hanging this beautiful gallery wall that we now have, he was like, our walls are crooked. This is impossible. We can't have a gallery wall on this wall. We need a new house. Yeah, I didn't do it. I wasn't doing anything wrong. The house was crooked. Yeah, the house totally totally messed up. Like what kind of place are we living in? So he was throwing a fit and I was texting with my mom and she's like, Callie, keep your mouth shut. You saying anything is not going to go well. It is not a two person marital project. It is let him do it. And you just quietly sit there. And we're not the only ones. Donna and Alpharetta, you can kick things off. Never bring a Christmas tree in from the outside into your house and try to have your husband put it in a stand. Me and my kids just stand outside like guards in London while he just brings it in and wrestles with it to try to get it into the Christmas tree stand. And one year after we told him the tree was too tall to fit in our den, he still insisted on buying it. And he threw it out the front door and it sat in our front yard for a month until our neighbors came by and said, why do you have a beautiful Christmas tree in your front yard? And I said, if you want it, you can have it. So ho, ho, ho. (laughs) I could see that. Uh, Yet something you would totally do. Just be like, forget it. That's very National Lampoon's vacation, (laughs) Christmas vacation. This is Judy from Charlotte, North Carolina. My husband and I, after 25 years, still cannot load the dishwasher together. (laughs) He has his way. I have mine. And it is a knockdown drag out to try to do it together. So no dishes done together in our house. I feel like that used to be a big issue for you, but it wasn't because I was doing it wrong. It was because you enjoyed the challenge of Tetrising everything. I do. It's a challenge I enjoy. I would rather just put what fits in there. And then if there's any like big things left over or you know, just hand wash them. Yeah. But Callie's like, no, 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 no. Get out of the way. I can do this. And it's like a mission for you. It is. I like it. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is John and Athens. Uh, me and my wife are like both uber when it comes to competitiveness. And we can never do a game or a sport or activity where we're on opposite teams. We have to be on the same team. Otherwise, there's going to be a fight. Almost <laughs> a guarantee. Thank you, guys. Keep up the good work with outside. I almost think being on the same team would be worse. Oh, we, I don't think we would be good on the same team in like a game. Like I think we'd be Be, better competitors because if, if you're on the same team, then you can always blame the person, right. For jacking it up. We would have had it if you would have just got that word. What's the game that you play? It's a card game. Is it spades? I've tried to learn spades so many times and that's where you play with a partner and, and now a hundred people are going to message me and say, I'll teach you how to play. It's so much fun. And I've. I just, I don't understand it, but like you have a partner, but yeah, uh, I don't think you and I would be good teammates. I don't either. Hi, this is Marlon. I'm calling from Loganville. I'm just answering the question. One thing couples should never do together. And mine is put together a Barbie dream house. <laughs> my husband and I tried to put together my daughter's Barbie dream house one year for Christmas. And it was 
awful. I knew I had to step away when I started fantasizing that. And you know what? He could actually just live in the dream house and that would be fine. <laughs> um, so now he handles putting things together. I handle the gift wrap. Everything's fine. We stay in our range and Christmas is much more peaceful. <laughs> you guys put a smile on my face every morning. Bye-bye. How many um, fights do you think are ha- happening on Christmas Eve in hushed tones in the living room? Oh, my gosh. My parents have said that they've had that fight before, for right. sure. Because you don't want to wake anybody else in the house up, right? And you don't want to scare Santa away. Right. So you're like, why don't you give me the school And it's all, that's the extent of the volume. Right. All right, let's do one more. And then what we'll do is... Because uh, we got so many of these messages, I pulled a ton of them. So we'll play like one more here in the official show. And then if you haven't noticed, I've been putting voicemails at the end of the show. I'll just start the voicemails off with like four or five more couple arguments, if that's cool. Yeah. Hi, this is Kelly from McDonough, Georgia. And I'm calling about what married people should not do together. Tandem kayaking. Me and my husband went tandem kayaking in Puerto Rico, and if we had a lawyer or a judge kayaking with us, we would have been divorced. It was the worst experience ever, and today we both love kayaking. We just have to have our own kayaks, and we cannot be in a kayak together. So we made it through it. Y'all have a great day. I love the podcast. That's awesome. Did we get any about cribs? Putting together a crib because that was the number one thing that I got from people, including people that said, oh, and P.S. When you guys have kids, make sure you build the crib in the room that it's going on because we had a knockdown drag out fight about putting together the crib the correct way. And then we couldn't fit it through the door of the kids room. That sucks. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. This is unrelated to anything we talked about on today's episode, but do you know what I've been thinking about for about 24 hours? That sandwich that I made. That was the best sandwich I might have ever had, including the one from Savannah that I love so much. I I made it and it was so good. I almost got another, made another one for dinner. And you know what? I have learned this from you, uh, the appreciation of a good sandwich. Yeah, good sandwiches. There is nothing like a good sandwich. The sandwich was a simple turkey and American cheese sandwich, but it was on a big fluffy like hamburger bun. Mm -hmm. And not the hamburger buns that you get in the bread aisle, but like the the, restaurant quality. The restaurant ones that you get over like in the deli section. I can't, I don't know why. Oh, I know why I got them because they sell them in four packs over there. Mm -hmm. And so it was a big fluffy hamburger bun and I put a little avocado on it and then I put it on in a pan on the stove and put another pan on top of it to smish it to kind of do a low budget panini. And it was so good. It seriously was so good. You got to remake that. I will remake it and I will document it on my Instagram so other people can, can, can enjoy my sandwich goodness. This is Christina calling from Fayetteville, Georgia. I think that couples should not put furniture together. 
because my fiance and I had an incident where I ordered a couch and I did not know that this couch was going to come in boxes. I thought it would already come assembled. So we put it together, together, which led to a lot of arguing. And it was one of those type of couches where it's a corner couch where you could have it go either way. And once we put it together, I realized I didn't like it the way we put it together. My fiance looked at me and I thought he was going to leave me right there and then. So I just went in the other room while he finished taking it apart and putting it back together the way I wanted. Hey guys, my name is Trish. I'm from Dallas, Georgia. Love the podcast. Uh, my husband is a CrossFit coach and we cannot work out together whatsoever. He tells me what to do. I don't care. I don't listen. I don't want to do it. And a fight usually happens. See you guys. Hi guys. Love the show. This is Natalie from Woodstock. And the one thing that my husband and I cannot do without getting into a fight is making a shopping list. Because when I'm on a diet or I'm trying to eat better, he's a guy and he can eat whatever he wants and lose weight. And he says, oh, give me some cookies, give me some chips. And I get mad and I get frustrated. And then it starts a fight every single time. So we can't make shopping lists together. My name is Alana calling from Atlanta. My fiance and I never fight until we're sitting in traffic, and then we just cannot seem to agree on how to drive, no matter who's driving. Neither of us does it right. So no road rage yet, but I'm sure in our marriage it'll be there. (laughs) This is Allison in Orlando, Florida. I am calling to answer your what should couples not do together And if no one else has said this, then they're probably crazy, but put together Ikea furniture. Every time that we have bought something from Ikea, my husband has looked me dead in the eye when he's getting ready to build it and asked me if I had something to go and do. Because if not, I just sit there and stare and get in the way. So building Ikea furniture should not be something, at least for us, to do as a couple. Love the show. Love the positivity. Love my gratitude journal. I use it every single day. And I can't wait to get my next one in the next year. Thanks for all you guys do and for sending such good positive vibes out there. So have a good one. Bye. Hi, my name is Blake. I'm seven years old. And I've been, and my mom been listening to your podcast since the first one. And I just want to say you guys are awesome and I love you. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, love your podcast and wanted to thank you for having Kelly's father on. That was quite interesting. Uh, September 11th, none of us will never forget. Um, thank you. Bye. This is Jody from Lawrenceville, Georgia, and I was just responding to today's episode about um, September 11th, and I just wanted to give a shout out to Jeff because when I think about my memory of September 11, 2001, I know that I was at work at the time when everything happened. And then when I left work to go to lunch, that the bird show was still on air. And I remember listening to the whole crew talk about everything that was going on. And it was such a source of inspiration and comfort to know that my friends that I listened to every morning driving into work we're still going through the same experience that I was and it felt like it was a family and that we were going through it together because it was such a rough time. So even though we didn't go through it together, Jeff, I feel like we went through it together and hearing you reminisce on that brought me back to that time, which is kind of sad, but it was also just a reminder that in the midst of something so horrible, 
I still had my people out there who were there for comfort. So I look at that now as the upside. So thank you very much. And Jeff and Kelly, I really appreciate the um, podcast and I can't wait to hear more. So I hope you guys have a great day and that everyone looks back on this day as a source of inspiration and not sadness, even though it was not the best time. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Kelly. This is Phil, formerly from Atlanta, but transplanted now to Washington, D.C. And I love listening to your podcast every morning on my hour-long train ride between Virginia and Maryland, where my office is. It gets me ready for the day and dealing with the people that I deal with uh, that are very uh, demanding executives. And uh, But it really makes me remember home and uh, gets my day started out on a positive note. And thank you for everything, and good luck with the podcast. And yes, I'm spreading the word via all social media, and anybody I meet that has a smartphone, I'll say, hey, you need to check out this podcast. You guys take care and keep up the great work. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay, bye.